Welcome to the Balancing Act. Two girls, two teas, coming at you weekly with our take on culture, relationships, and finding equilibrium. My name is Madeline. And my name is Rachel. Welcome back, guys. And happy almost end of April. We made it through. Who would have known? It's gonna be May. (laughs) I'm very excited for May. April's been, been a month. April can just literally go and die now. I know everyone's saying that like March was really really long. I don't know. I feel like April no, was really April really was. long. I there's that meme that it's like there's like 136 days in the month of January, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure they meant April. <laughs> I feel like this March and April blended together into like one giant horrible month. Oh, and yes, I'm just we need them. We need to just shut the door on them. Shut the door. Lock. Lock it, throw away the key, move on to May. Walk away. I honestly, I wake up and I still don't know what day it is. I just, I just live my life until my roommate's like, oh, it's, it's Monday. And I was like, oh, is it? I have no idea anymore. (laughs) Having a, like, I guess nine to five job just does make you a little bit more conscious of what day it is, but you're still just working for the weekend, even though we're not doing anything on the weekend. Do you like get up? get ready, take a shower, brush your teeth? Um, I did that at the beginning. I'll be very honest. I've definitely, like, I'm still trying to be productive, but I stay in bed for the, like, beginning of the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm generally in bed until, like, 11 or 12, like, just working on my laptop. And then I'll, like, do a workout, like, during my lunch break. Though it's not really a lunch break. I just, like, take an hour break in the middle of the day. I'll do a workout and then, like, take a shower. And then I'm, like, ready for the day, like, at the second half um but I don't know whatever you got to do to like keep you keep you going and every day is different like I really don't have a set routine um but yeah you get you you keep track of the days a little bit better but if you ask me like what the date was oh my god I have you no can't idea tell you. it's we're somewhere north to, is like, today the 30th the it's like the 30th I think, I think it's the 30th it's yeah 30th. it's Thursday the 30th of April if anyone's wondering <laughs> If anyone doesn't know, would like us. But okay, Madeline, how has your week been? We're almost through. It's almost Friday. My week has been good. Um, Just an update on our dating questionnaire, the guys. We have 30. I'm pretty sure I have 30, 30 of them done. So we just want 20 more until we can do our questionnaire, which will be super exciting for our episode on that. Um, the guys are continuing to give really good answers, and it's shocking how good the answers are. It's so are. <laughs> fun! It's so fun, and and they're like, it gives them something to do. Like on my dating app, I specifically say, I'm like, hey, ask me about my questionnaire, and they're like, <laughs> okay, cool. What is it for? Oh, it gives me something to do, and I was like, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, Chad. It, it takes like a like a twenty thirty minute chunk out of their day. Mm-hmm. And... So I'm helping the world technically right now. You really are. You're you're providing entertainment. I'm providing if, entertainment. If nothing else, on multiple different media levels. <laughs> um. So that's been really cool to do. What's it? It's Thursday. Yeah. I've been a domestic goddess. She I... really has been. It's been beautiful yeah. to be watching. I I've been taking pictures and sending them to Rage, and I'm like, look at this. I woke up this morning, took my Adderall, because if anyone knows me, I have major ADHD. So when I when I don't take my Adderall, nothing gets done. 
So I took my Adderall and I was like, I'm going to the grocery store. I am getting everything I need. I made, I made guacamole this morning. I made deviled eggs. I cooked some asparagus. I made bacon. I cut up strawberries. I made taco meat to put in my low-carb tortillas. <laughs> it's been a morning. You're my grandma. honestly. Look Thank at all you. that you've done. I'm, I'm really just today. trying to be a good human. It's the little things, yeah. It's the little things that really count. Um, my my sweatshirt came in to tie dye. I, I bought a matching set from Walmart, and I'm very excited <laughs> to bleach those up. Yeah, no, I'm Which, excited to see. I'm excited to see the results of that. You should do that as well, Rachel. And then I we can we do like a matching. TikTok dance, like yes. right by each other. I think we should. Yeah, TikTok has definitely been something that's been getting me through kind of mm-hmm. these long these long days and weeks um like you are doing more of the DIYs one thing I've done recently this week is I've gotten into the baking side of TikTok <laughs> I saw this recipe on there that was um pretty much like a giant chocolate chip cookie but you cut them it's like in a it's like in bars so instead Oof. of like putting them in cookie form like in balls you just put it in a pan um like a square pan and then you like when once you bake it, you like cut it into like little kind of brownie size bites, and it is amazing. Yum. Um, I made it like a, two nights ago, and it's almost gone. I'm gonna have to make it again. And I like my cookies like kind of doughy. Like I don't like them hard. Yes. I don't like them cooked all the way through. I know some people do. I'm on the other side of that. I like them a little bit raw in the middle. Um, and this oh, this was so good. It was just oh, the perfect amount of raw in the middle. I've been heating it up at night. And then putting some vanilla ice cream on it. Oh, yes. So good. And I'm, yes, it's literally that. Yeah. And I'm not a baker. I have had so many fails in the past with baking. Ask any of my college friends. Like those Nestle Toll House, like the little squares that you get. And then all you have to do is break them apart and put them in a pan. I've somehow messed those up several <laughs> times. Wait. One time... I had an incident. I didn't know the difference between wax paper and parchment paper. There's a very big difference, apparently. I what was did you do? Make, I was trying to make those. You know the ones that have the pictures on them? I think they're Pillsbury. Like they yes, generally come the around. Like, yeah, they come out around the holidays. Like yep, they have snowmen. Yeah. They hit and different. Kind of, they do hit different. And they're kind of hard to get your hands on sometimes. Like they're generally sold out. They mm-hmm. like sell out kind of quickly. So we got our hands on some. I think this was sophomore year of college. And we were so excited. We had a bunch of friends over. And we're going to make cookies. So, and they're very easy to make. Like, you just literally take them out of the box, put them on a pan, and bake them for, like, 10 minutes. Like, anyone can follow. Like, children make them. And I was in charge of cooking them for whatever reason. I don't know how, I don't know who decided that. That was a bad choice. (laughs) <laughs> but I wanted to try to save like cleanup time and put something on the pan so we didn't have to like scrub it after. So we didn't have any aluminum foil. I don't know why my thought wasn't to use that because that would make more sense. But I was like, oh, parchment paper. People use that all the time. You can put that in the oven and it will make it easier. So I put what I thought was parchment paper down, <laughs> put the cookies on there and put them in. And within like five minutes, we heard like sizzling. And we like looked in the oven and it had been wax paper because I thought they were the same thing out there, like interchangeable. Like there's just different names. And the wax had like 
melted obviously as wax would do and was like getting in the cookies and like kind of smoking did you still eat them I think we just scraped off off the bottoms and ate yeah ate like the edible parts like that isn't gonna kill us you heathens that is disgusting we were very excited we only had one box uh we had we had to do what we had to do but yeah I've had some fails baking in the past recently in college I feel like I baked a lot when I was younger and like it turned out fine I don't really know what happened. Um, I think I just kind of got, I turned into an idiot for a little while. But no, I think we're on the up and up. We're on the up and up now. I made something from TikTok and it didn't kill anyone and was actually very edible. Well, so. I'll have to, you know what my roommate made us? She made us, um, She. I'm going to say it wrong. There's so many different French places to say. She made us macarons. Okay, yeah. Oh my hell. It was delicious. Those are very good. I think the first time I ever had a macaroon was when we were in Disneyland. We were in Disneyland. It was a salted caramel one. Yes. It was like junior year of high school. No, 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 no. no. It was senior year. It was our grad trip. It was our grad trip. It was our grad trip. My aunt took us to Disneyland. (laughs) Good old Carol. (laughs) That was such a funny trip. Carol took us to Disneyland (laughs) and every morning we'd wake up to the sweet soundtrack of Star Wars. Yes, Um, we did. (laughs) Score. Yeah, no, my aunt had, like, a conference down there. And if anyone, I'm sure everyone knows, like, how, like, the the Disneyland in California is, like, set up. There's, like, the Anaheim Convention Center is, like, right there. So she had a conference or something going on there. And so she, it was the year I graduated high school. So she was like, oh, if you want to bring a friend, like, I'll have a hotel room. You guys just pay to get into the park and we'll, like, go for, like, a long weekend. And I had never been to Disneyland before. And I was, I think, 18 at this point. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to go. Like, I'm a, I'm a high school graduate. Like, I have to. Mm-hmm. So we went. We had a great time. Um, but it was just, it was, yeah, it was an interesting trip. What was your favorite? What was, like, the one part of that trip that you remember? Um, I remember, like, just the hotel we stayed at. Like, it was, it wasn't a Disneyland hotel. It was, like, a hotel for the, like, the uh, convention center. So pretty much everyone. It was there, very bougie. Wasn't it was a it? nice hotel. Yeah, no, it was. I was quite nice. I remember there was Wait. a pool. Like a do you remember? Bar. Do you remember we went downstairs for breakfast and they were like, "You have to be a shareholder." <laughs> yeah, no, we couldn't. There was no continental breakfast. We were all excited about like saving money and not having to buy uh-huh. food. Um, I just like remember the hotel and how like we'd get back. Like we were at the park. Like we got a two day pass mm-hmm. and we were there like eight a.m. to midnight. Like we would take breaks. Like, I think we'd go back like mid afternoon and like rest and then go back for like the night but like we got our honestly I think we got our money's worth out of those passes um we for sure did but we would get back to the hotel like 1am by the time we like walked back um from the park and everything and the hotel would be just mobbed by all these conference people like kind of turning up and we were like (laughs) It's like these old and we were people. We were like, we're the ones that should be like out partying. And then all of these like 40-year-olds were like having a time. We and we were just so confused, honestly. Oh man. And then we went to the we went to the beach afterwards. We went to Laguna. We did. Yes. That was my first time. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Laguna. That was my first time going to like an actual like nice California beach and realizing that the Pacific Ocean isn't just the Oregon coast. Oh, I still think the Pacific Ocean is just the Oregon coast. I mean, it was good. I had to open, like, all I've ever seen is, like, the really cold, rainy, windy, like, kind of gray 
ness of the Pacific Ocean. So seeing Laguna and how pretty it is down there, I was like, okay, like I, the Pacific's not that bad. See, but that I, is definitely a good trip. I really want to go back to California soon. Rachel and I really want to go to Stagecoach. Oh, we were really talking about it this year, and we I'm really were glad we didn't do it. Considering it, and I'm really glad we didn't it do canceled. it. Either. So okay, next no, it got, year, it got postponed. Actually, I think it's in October now. It's in October now. Yeah, like they didn't. The same they thing didn't with Coachella. It? They didn't cancel it outright. They just postponed it to a later date. And I, th- I know Coachella is October, and I'm pretty sure Stagecoach is the same. What? Don't quote me on that, though. I'm not 100. percent but I don't really huh. know how it's going to work because I feel like things – I th- hopefully things are significantly better by the fall. But that's just, I still feel like there's just, like, a lot of people in a really dirty place Listen, with not a lot of hygiene. No hygiene at all. This is, this is the dream. So what's going to happen is I'm, we're going to go to Coachella or we're going to go to Stagecoach. I'm going to be, like – I'm going to have to leave you and be like, I need to go use the porta potty. So I'm going to go to the porta potty. I'm going to come out of the porta potty. Post Malone is going to be standing right <laughs> there. And I'm going to be like, Posty with the mosty. I'm going to be like, what's up, man? And then we're going to become best friends. And I'm going to do his hair on tour for his next tour. Yeah. And you're going to bring me along. <laughs> you're I don't, my, I don't, my I don't know what my purpose will be, but I will also be there. I just, I have the biggest crush on Post Malone. I know he looks like a drowned river rat, but I don't even care. Like, I, I mean, I know. love his music. I have, I love the man. I have nothing against him. He is interesting to look at, yes, but someone's got to do his hair. So it will be me. Those there curly locks, they're mine. Just make it look better than what it normally looks like. <laughs> That's all I have to say. You know what? We'll try. We'll try. <laughs> So, all right. So, I think we should get into the meat of this episode. The meat. Um, so, in great the balancing act fashion, we have a topic for this episode. And what we decided to talk about this week is how to kind of balance having a long distance friendship and just some tips and tricks from people that have kind of been through it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what we've experienced throughout it and what we think can make it a little bit easier because we know with quarantine and social distancing and everything that's going on right now, you're probably not able to see all of your friends or any of your friends. So we have a couple tips that hopefully will make that time a little bit easier and give you some ideas to kind of still stay connected, even when we can't be together. Um, And Madeline and I kind of, we've been through this a while. We've been doing long distance for friends for like being friends since, Oh my gosh. Junior year. No, no, no. Senior, since we, were, we graduated high school. We were together for two years, and now mm-hmm. we've been doing long distance ever since. For, like, four and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so we, six and a half years. Yeah, we kind of, we, we know how it goes. We've been through the ups and downs of it, and hopefully we can give you some tips, make you laugh a little bit, um, and, yeah, help you kind of get through this time a little bit easier and still uh, be able to be connected with some of your friends. So let's just jump on in. Um, the first thing we thought of together was the need for just open communication. Um, one thing Matt and I like to do, we literally just text about anything. Like, I'll get the random, randomest text from her oh, yeah. of the food she's making, of something she wants to buy. There doesn't mm-hmm. sometimes need to be context. And I think that's the great thing. And that's going to make 
the distance feel a little bit less and I think it's gonna like the most random text you're gonna get might mean the most oh you might have had just like a really bad day or you just are feeling extra down and you get a random text from your best friend and that just puts a smile on your face and it's not it doesn't have to really mean anything it literally never means anything (laughs) I think I, I think one time I just sent Rachel a picture of my boobs to show her that they were uneven yeah, like, it could literally be anything. Pornography, just anything <laughs> that you want. <laughs> There's a, wi- a wide variety of things that you can send. Uh-huh. And same thing with just using social media too. Like send them a tweet you saw on Twitter that you thought were funny. A TikTok. Um, something on Instagram like there's so many different ways to stay connected nowadays so take advantage of it and just have that communication be as open as possible exactly um, so one that I thought of was learn to be okay if you don't talk or text every day because I think that's a that's a big one with me and rage because I'm kind of like a cat whereas <laughs> when I want love I'll come and get love but when I don't want love I'm just not feeling it right now. So it's, so we had to get used to like, it it was weird in the beginning because we didn't realize that about each other. And Rachel didn't Mm -hmm. know that about me. And so it, it was kind of hard in the beginning to get used to, but once you get used to it, you kind of get into a pattern and I feel like you kind of get into a rhythm and then you're able to just open up whenever you're feeling like it. Exactly. And it makes those times that you are going to spend like talking or texting like more special. For sure. Like distance kind of makes the heart grow fonder. Like that's kind of cliche to say. And everyone said it before. But it's it's kind of true. It's like, true. If you don't talk for a couple days or a week just because of schedules and being busy or what have you. The time that you are going to spend catching up, it's going to be great. It's, you're going to pick up, you're going to be able to pick up like nothing, like no time has been, has passed really. And that's such a good feeling. Um, so sometimes not talking every single day why it might feel kind of strange might be for the better like just you gotta gotta try it's like an ebb and flow kind of thing yeah yeah give it a shot um the next thing a little bit less related I feel like to quarantine it's a little bit more just like a life thing um but limit the jealousy with your friend um because especially if maybe they're moving away or kind of starting a new phase of their life, they're going to be meeting new people. They're going to be having new experiences. They're going to be making new friends. And you're going to seek not necessarily like a big change in them, but th- things are going to be a little bit different. And mm-hmm. you being jealous or petty or anything during that time isn't going to help your friendship at all. It's probably going to hurt it if it does anything. So just kind of like let them grow in that time and know that they'll always the new come back things- to you. Exactly. Yeah. The new things that they're doing, the new friends that they're making, they're not going to change your friendship with that person unless you let it change it. Mm-hmm. So have an open mind. Um, say, try not to be jealous. It's not super easy, like especially at the beginning of things. Like when Madeline first moved away, she was meeting all these new people and having all these new friends. And it's sometimes hard to be like, oh, my gosh, like that was the person I used to spend every single day with. And now they're spending every single day with this, like, with these new people. And you kind of want to be there. But you can't. <laughs> but you physically so, cannot. So it doesn't even make sense to be jealous. Mm-hmm. So try to work on that. Again, it's not going to be, like, a switch you can turn off. But just focus on the time you do get to spend talking to that person or texting with that person. And it's going to make it feel – it's going to make the transition, I feel like, a little bit easier. And not only that, but, like – 
This is something my mom has always said to me. And you can't control anyone else's emotions. You can only control your own. So take all of that control that you wish you could put onto someone else (laughs) and put it onto yourself and your emotions because you are in charge of your emotions. They can't tell you what to do. You tell them what to do. So just – exactly. So. So if you're always positive when you're talking to that person and asking them questions about the new things that they're doing and the new people that they're meeting, they're going to reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to see that, like, th- how positive you're being and how you're not letting your emotions get the better of you. And that's just going to be a better fit for both of you, honestly. Because if you're both, it, it just doesn't work. It doesn't jive. You can feel it. We went through it for a while where we were actually both hurt. But neither, mm-hmm. neither one of us would say it to each other. And then it yeah. just kind of became like this weird, like, whenever we would talk, it just wasn't, it was a weird It wasn't vibration. the same. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird vibe. We didn't really know how to be. Around each other. Because we were both yeah, so in, in communication with each other. And it's because neither one of us, like, ever said anything. And we never, we let our emotions kind of, like, play in more. We let our emotions get the better of us. But I think that's also, we were so young. We were 18. It's going to happen. Like, I'm glad it happened then. Yeah. back and still talk about it now and be like, hey, we were kind of idiots. Like, why did we act like that? (laughs) And we can kind of at least try to tell other people that, like, these things are going to happen and you should let them happen. But be, try to be more aware of them. And no, like just try to work through them as best as you can because people aren't perfect. No, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. So, and no friendship, relationship, anything is ever perfect. So there's gonna be ups and downs, and distance is gonna kind of make 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 those things more prominent. But at the end of the day, they're still your best friend. See, that's all you gotta remember. Just remember what you have with them, and don't worry about what anyone else has with them. because your relationship is its own thing like I don't know how people have like sister wives like how the heck oh my god yeah I don't I don't understand how that would work friendships I always me and Rachel always joke that we just need each other like we need to just be with someone who's just like the other one yeah we've always said that we need to find the male version of each other Mm -hmm. because we like we said we've said before we balance each other out and I like if when I do find a boyfriend, I hope he's pretty similar to Madeline because <laughs> Mal- Madeline's a great balance to me. Yeah. She pushes me and makes me break out of my shell a little bit more, makes me be a little bit more spontaneous. And I feel like you need that. Oh, and you hopefully totally I'm, do. The, I'm the like, uh, I'm the like reverse for, of that for her. Mm-hmm. So, you totally are. I need someone who has like uber amount of logic, but is like chill. Because I think uh, <laughs> logic and chill, I like that. Logic and chill. That's just all I need, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> another one that we came up with was um, it can be hard to find – when you're starting, you're new, when you move somewhere new or you're starting a new job and you, you need to find time for that other person still. It's just like, it's like really, truly like dating. Like you need to set aside time where you can catch up with that person. And then not only do you set aside that time, but it gives you something to look forward to in the week. Exactly. Yeah. You need to find that balance of what you're, what's going on with your life, but also still trying to keep your friend somewhat up to date and, including them into your new routine um Mm -hmm. and it can be hard like things stack up work gets busy school gets busy whatever you're doing 
and setting a time like a weekly time bi-weekly time whatever to facetime talk on the phone no. whatever you want to do zoom whatever whatever your people are doing snapchat nowadays. tiktok yeah i don't i don't, I don't care something where you can chat and see each other um that will make a huge try difference. to do it and it's gonna yeah, to make you gonna make you look forward to it more um uh, i remember in college we would do this when we'd have trouble we'd be like okay we're gonna facetime at 10 p.m this day on tuesdays and on tuesdays whatever it was and it'd be a couple hours before and i'd be like oh my gosh i'd remember that that's what we were doing and it would make me like want to get my stuff done and make sure i like had the time i wouldn't have to be like worrying about anything else like nothing had to be turned in um and I could just catch up with Madeline and it always would put a smile on my face well it's like they always say after you get married you need time to like still date that person it's the same thing with long distance friendships like you need to set aside time to date your friend (laughs) and like make sure that they're still a priority for you and they know that they're a priority still and even though you guys are so far apart and like the love is still there and the connection is still Mm-hmm. it just makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside and that's what you want at the end of the day you need people to fill up your love banks and that's what yes. friends do get that little tap of serotonin <laughs> literally <laughs> literally all right kind of going off of that one another one that we came up with was if possible this isn't always gonna be possible but try to be friends with their friends that's gonna kind of fill fill that void a little bit um because if that if your best friend is away when you hang out with that other person that you were both friends with um you're gonna kind of feel like they're there a little bit you can like still talk about them and it's going to I think make the distance fall a little bit less um we have a pretty good example at one of my really good friends from school Ben we're both friends with him and it just I don't know it makes you feel closer to that other person and I don't know it just it makes when you're seeing that person like the other one's there and it's, well it's like they know they know that so like you can talk about me to ben and ben knows who i am and vice versa like you talk like i'll say something that i saw on ben's and you're like oh yeah ben and then we can talk about ben hi ben shout out to ben hi ben i hope you're listening you're probably not but hi ben <laughs> um you should come on the podcast yeah i met ben um he came to my sister's water polo game yeah, like, just do random things. Like, if you're hanging out, invite one of your other friends if you think they're all going to hit it off. And we and, did. Yeah, it was a great time. We, like, went and got food after, and then we, we like, we would try to hang out ever since then. Yeah, it's, and, like, Ben will tag me and stuff on social media and vice versa. That boy loves Facebook. He tags everyone on things on Facebook. <laughs> ben should come to Europe with us. Yeah, no, we literally talked about that, like, a little, like, three-pod trip to Europe. But, yeah, no. So, try, if possible, not always going to work because, like, people are always different. But if you can, be friends with one of their friends because you're going to – you can follow, like, each other on social media so you can kind of see what your friend's up to, too, when you're not there. And we are – we have the ability to be so connected nowadays. With anyone. yeah, try just try to take advantage of it, honestly. Yeah. I, I think I think you follow some of my friends and like you definitely follow mm-hmm. my and family you, and I definitely follow yeah. your friends and family. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It just kinda makes makes that like if I see Madeline comment on something on one of my cousins or something on Instagram, I don't know. It just kinda it makes it makes me feel like warm and fuzzy inside. Like we're all Aww, still kind of connected in some connected. way. We just want to <laughs> 
we're all buds. Actually, speaking of family, um, I legit saw today at Whole Foods um, like a huge thing of um, New England clam chowder. And I was like, Boston. Flashbacks to Faneuil Hall. I was literally like, oh my gosh, I miss all of those girls and I miss Boston. I miss those um, cannolis we got Mm -hmm. from the North End. Was it from Mike's? It was for Mike's. Mike's. If you've ever been to Boston, <laughs> you probably had Mike's because it's like a very big, like tourist, like it's thing to go so do. Good. The whoopies. They had like the uh-huh. red velvet. whoopie pies and cannolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the North End, which is like the Italian section of Boston, like Little Italy kind of. So if you know good. what that is. So so good. So yeah, random shout out if you're ever in Boston, go to Mike's. Mm-hmm. Italian food is good. Italian men. Eh. <laughs> not so much <laughs> maybe um so another thing that we talked about was rachel and i have been doing this we kind of have fallen off the wagon which is my fault because <laughs> i'm a grandma and like to go to bed early okay i'm just gonna blame the time change new york's three hours ahead so like <laughs> when it's like eight nine o'clock for me when i'm like ready to like rachel ready to wind party. my day watch some netflix it's like eleven or twelve for Madeline, and I don't always expect her to still be awake. So when I'm up, like take that I'll into take it. When I'm up, I'll text her and be like, "I'm down." When I'm not, I just won't text her. So no, I kind of we've kind of just like have an unspoken. I'm like, okay, if I haven't heard from her by like eight thirty my time, I'm like, it's not happening, <laughs> which is fine because that's what that's what time Jimmy Fallon goes on. So I just go watch Jimmy Fallon with my dad. Jimmy, it's a great time. Yeah. yeah. Also, shout out to Jimmy Fallon. He's doing the Tonight Show from home. Big fan of that. Very. Jimmy funny. Fallon is so funny, and if anyone ever co- goes comes to here to New York, you should definitely get tickets. Oh, to go. that's at the top of my list. The first time I come to visit, we are going. I've loved him since he was on Late Night. Like he, I love that Fever man. Pitch. I need to see him. Fever live. Pitch. Oh, another Boston shout out. Yeah, that's honestly one of my favorite movies. It's like so top good. three movies. Fever Pitch. Him and Drew Barrymore. Also, fun fact, that's where Jimmy Fallon met his wife because his wife is producing partners with Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. So they, like, helped produce the movie, and then that's where they fell in love, which, which is that movie so, so much cute. better for me now. Oh, I love them. All of the celebrities, like Nicole Kidman and, like, Kate Hudson, they were, they've all recently just come out, and they're like, oh, if he would have asked me, I would have gone out with him. And then Jimmy- oh my God, the one show where he is talking to Nicole Kidman, yes. and they, like, and Nicole was talking about how, like, she went to his apartment when they were both in their 20s. She was playing video games and, Yeah, and she thought it was a date, but he had no idea. And just so funny. And he had no idea. He was like, oh, my God, I, w- I went on a date with Nicole Kidman. But now they're both married, like, very happily and have children with other people. So funny. Look it up on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Like, you'll just die laughing. It's really cute. Um, what else do we do? So we would do we watch so we watched New Girl on Netflix Party, which Rachel introduced me to Netflix Party, and I'm kind yeah. of obsessed. My friend, my friend Sophia introduced it to me. Shout out to Sophia. It's this like extension onto Chrome that you can add on, and it pretty much just like makes a chat room on your Netflix if you send the link to someone, and then it also like connects your. I don't know, your videos. So, like, if I pause it, it's also going to pause on Madeline's. Yeah. And it makes it so much easier to watch stuff because it's not like you have to, like, text and be like, okay, we're starting in three, two, one. And then you're, like, kind of off sync and it's just, like, kind of weird. You're literally completely Uh, on sync. Yeah. It's really nice. Really, really easy. I know you can also use Zoom 
if you have access to that for kind of the same thing, you can do like a screen share thing. I've done that for like watching YouTube videos or something like that. And then you could also still like zoom on the side. Um, it's a little zoom's not like the best. It's always like a little bit glitchy, at least in my experience, but it's another way to stay connected. Um, so that's what this one was, was just kind of like the things that you used to do with your friends, like before social distancing or before you were apart, you can try to still keep doing do them. So yeah, watch Netflix together. If like you would go to workout classes together, still do that. FaceTime and do a workout. Like that's something we can all do. Mm-hmm. Um, find an app or find a YouTube video, watch the workout together. Um, there's just so many options. So it, this one, honestly, it's kind of about effort. If you put that effort in to like stay connected, it's going to be super easy. There's Because literally we're in the 21st century. Anything there's so possible. many options for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take advantage of things like Netflix party or zoom or FaceTime yeah. or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Um, and I, people have also been doing like zoom happy hours and all a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. So if you haven't tried it, give it a shot. Do it. Uh, yeah. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. The next one we came up with is be honest with your friend with what you need. They're not a mind reader. They never were even when you were together. Mm-hmm. And now that you have some distance between you, it's even more so the case. They're not going to know that you had a particularly rough day and that you really want to talk. So if you need to talk to them, if you need them to be that person that rocks for you, you kind of got to reach out. And that sometimes, at least for me, I'm not super good about asking for help. So sometimes you just got to kind of get over that and give that person a call and just be like, hey, like, what's up? Today sucks. Mm -hmm. And they'll talk. They want to be there for you. That's like, that's their role as a friend is to like help you out um and they're gonna be happy that you like did reach out but you gotta kind of make that first move because they're not really gonna know if you're just waiting around you're just gonna get you're just gonna be upset and that's not good for anyone nope like I think it's I think it's hard for both of us to kind of share our feelings sometimes but um I can tell when Rachel's like I'm like something's up something has happened yeah and that's one thing about us being friends for so long like you can got sometimes just get in like the tone of my texts mm-hmm. or like I don't know whatever it is that maybe I'm not in the best mood but that's not always going to be the case so sometimes it has to be on me or on whoever just to reach out make that first contact because it's and worth it because honestly talking about your feelings with someone who knows you from the beginning of everything like they know you, your mind process Rachel knows my thought process with and Madeline yeah. is mine. Yeah. She gets They're going to be able to be kind of like an unbiased opinion for you because they're a little bit outside the situation or just on the outside See, a little bit. And that's another. Th- it's going to be so helpful. Well, and that's another thing about long distance friendships is it, they are an unbiased opinion. They don't mm-hmm. know. They're not right next to you all day long when you're at work or when you're in class or when you're hanging out with your other group of friends. So you can always come back to them and be like, this happened today. I don't know how I feel about it. And then your friend's there to talk to you about it. That happens to me and exactly. Rachel all the time. Yeah. Like roommate drama, mm-hmm. like drama with whatever, with like boys, whatever it might be. They're, they want to help you out. And they're going to be a really, really good resource um, to give you advice because they know you and they're going to see the situation. They're not as close as you are. So they're going to be able to kind of have a little bit more an overarching opinion, I feel like. Amen to that. Amen, sister. So 
this was a this was the next one was also a big one for us which is accept their growth because everyone is changing and maturing on totally different timetables and your friend might have um like they might be growing before you do or um you might be growing and doing something that they're not yet but you just have to like remember that you are on your own you have your own mm-hmm. path and that, i think that was hard for Rachel and i because Rachel and I took two very different paths. I took so different. Rachel yeah. went to college and I did I chose not to go to college and I went to hair school. And so Rachel was getting this classic all-American college <laughs> experience with sororities and frats and classes and lectures and I was getting this I moved to Utah and I'm living in this hippie house. And I, I'm trying to figure out how to make friends because um, my school friends, I'm just wasn't like super tight with them. So we had to kind of like, I watched her and grown away and she watched me growing away. But in the end, I feel like this really helped us grow together because we learned to accept mm-hmm. where we both were. I feel like this is the time in our lives where you grow the most. Mm-hmm. Like I've always said that with like, everyone like this is when we're changing the most and it's not always going to be at the same time we're not always in sync so like I might have started a little bit like earlier and then like someone else follows and that's gonna cause tension like anything um but just looking past that looking at the big picture like you're gonna be friends still at the end of the day like you're not changing that dramatically that like you're not still gonna be friends most likely at least in our case um and just accept accepting that growth um, and not letting it get the best of you. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you can still talk to that person, and they're still yeah, they're still the, your same friend. There. Rachel would have to talk me through it all the time because I would be like, "Did I make the right choice going to hair school? Am I? Did I make the right choice?" And Rachel's like, um, "Look at all of this. Yes, you made the right choice." And she would point it all out to me, and then I'd go, "Oh yeah," because once again, long distance friend, your friend has been there since a one. They're like. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. So, a lot of terminology right there. <laughs> some good, some good slang. I like it. <laughs> okay, another good one um, that super applicable to right now, I feel like, is talk about the things you're going to want to do with your friend the next time that you're together. Make plans, even if you don't know when they're actually going to take place. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, make plans, make an effort. Um, and then try to plan trips and make the effort to see each other when you can. That's something that I think that's gotten Madeline and I through it through all these years is I've flown out to visit her. She's come home. She's taken buses to come see me. Make that effort. It's going to mean so much at the end of the day. Um, It might not always be the most convenient. It might always be a little bit expensive, but you're never really going to regret it. And spontaneous things are sometimes the best things so keep that in mind by far I'm literally (laughs) looking I pulled up our Rachel and Madeline's funkiest fun list (laughs) that's another thing make a shared note on iPhone where you can both like add things so we have a list for things we want to do I think in New York and Boston Mm -hmm. we have in the future Jimmy Fallon country music concert Jacob's pickles for brunch face-to-face facials all the mac and cheese in New York Socks game. <laughs> There's so much. Boston Harbor, <laughs> Levanes. We. It's just, and then that gives us something to look forward to when we see when we're with each other. 
Yeah, it also just makes it easier. It's like, oh, what do you want to do? Like, if you're if you are visiting and you're just maybe you didn't make too, like that many plans. Oh, we have the list. Let's look at the list, and then you like have a kind of a built-in itinerary right there that you can follow. Exactly, because I think that's that's in that planning things stresses me out. Like, Rachel yeah, and that's I, one thing we've always found mm-hmm. is we're not super. Sometimes we are, but we're usually better when we are a little bit spontaneous and we don't have too much of a plan because if we have too much of a plan I think it stresses us both out and we're like it never goes right and it never goes right versus if we just are like okay we're gonna be together and we're gonna figure it out it's gonna be it's way more fun we just it's very much go with the flow and things don't go wrong because we plan nothing so how could it go wrong if you don't plan anything yeah it's honestly like this sounds kind of bad, but like set your expectations low, yeah. and then you're just going to be pleasantly surprised, like in a po- in the most positive way possible. Totally agree with that. Um, and the last but not least, FaceTime call and just do your own thing, but together. I can't tell you how many times we just <laughs> FaceTime each other and do absolutely nothing. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Rachel is working and I'll be just be like, who knows, swiping through Instagram and we're doing absolutely nothing. And all we can hear is each other's breathing, but that's okay because at least we're together. Exactly. I want to, ca- I want to go back and try to count the amount of hours we've spent on FaceTime over the years oh, so many. and try to figure out like how much of it was just like kind of nothingness because that's honestly been kind of my one of my favorite things we've done is just like you prop your phone up your best friend is like right there like looking at you but like you're doing you're doing your own thing and they're doing their own mm-hmm. thing and it's just like I don't know it's just like kind of it's, it's comforting. comforting like they're kind of there with you I don't know how many times you've watched me study for a test or write an essay or I don't who knows what like work like whatever whatever it might be that I have to get done um and you help me edit things and just so many things it's very it's comforting um to find that time and just yeah kind of do your own thing and I feel like that's like how you know you're really comfortable with someone is that you don't have to spend all of your time talking like talking is great don't get me wrong like you should also talk with your friends but like at a certain point there's not anything to talk about yeah you're gonna you're gonna exhaust topics we're just going to get tired. And when you can kind of sing up and just know that that's what needs to happen right at that point, like that you can still, you still want to hang out, but you kind of want silent best friend time. Um, and you can like, you can do that. Cause again, we have this technology, so why not take advantage of it? I feel like that's a big sign. If you and someone are really tight, if you can just FaceTime or be on the phone and say absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. cuz i have definitely people like that that would make me really uncomfortable Same. like just like a mm-hmm. lot of silence and that's no no hate on them but there's just some people that you don't like click that way yeah. with and being able to do that yeah i don't know it's again it's just it's kind of that art. warm fuzzy feeling it is an art yes the art of doing nothing it's a once in a lifetime friendship kind of thing you know <laughs> All right, guys. So that was our kind of compilation of things to get you through being distant from your friends in whatever way during this time or just later in life, like moving away from college friends or starting a new job elsewhere, whatever it might be. Um, Hopefully we gave you something to think about, some tips. 
Um, if not, hopefully it made you laugh at least once. We try, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we are grateful for all the love and support that we've received since we started our podcast. We definitely feel it and we're definitely excited for the future. Yeah, no, we've gotten so much love and so much support and so much just kind feedback. of advice and feedback. Yeah. Um, and it's been over a week now. It feels it feels crazy. It feels like it we feels just started doing like this. Like we've been doing it for forever. <laughs> Honestly. In a yeah, good way. Again, like we've said, this this time where we like spend podcasting, I guess, it just feels like we're on the this phone. Is how our phone calls usually talking. Well. Yeah. This is I mean, generally they're a little bit less structured sometimes. Maybe they are structured, who knows? But yeah, no, it's just it's just two people talking and hopefully that brings a smile to your face if nothing else amen so you guys stay safe out there um love your loved ones hold them tight and if you can safely social social oh yeah (laughs) social distancing (laughs) if you're quarantined (laughs) if not just like send them a text or something and yeah check in on people we will get back to you soon yeah Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a great day.